Stand and Deliver, The Ghost Writer. This is a story about a simple man named James Burney. Some of his ancestors were famous writers of note, but he hadn't a literary bone in his body. In his later life though he was to be well known for his skill with words. But, they were not his words, his inspiration was an unbelievable source. Sit back and read and I will tell you all about it. While on a holiday in England he met his inspiration the true genius behind his fame. While walking to Newmarket along the old coach road in the Epping Forest he was nearly run over by a cyclist. Moments later he saw for the first time a tall young man with long hair wearing a dark cloak and a three-cornered hat. He was holding two dueling pistols both aimed at the cyclist. Stand and deliver, said the oddly clad man. Watch out you are about to run over a man, James yelled. The cyclist ignored him but not only did he ignore him but he rode right through him. You rode through him, James cried in disbelief his eyes widening. This seemed to annoy the highwayman. Not again, huffed the highwayman. The cyclist sped off thinking James was a madman who may be trouble. How did he ride through you? asked James. You won't believe how many times this has happened to me, the highwayman said frustratedly. He looked curiously at James and inquired. You can hear me and see me? Of course I can, but why didn't the cyclist? A confused James asked. You are the first person who has noticed me in ages, said the highwayman. Who are you? asked James. Dick Turpin, said the highwayman. Are you kidding me? James said. Who are you might I ask? Turpin responded. James Burney I'm from Australia, said James. Oh, you're from there? I've heard of a man of that name who travelled with the unfortunate Lieutenant Cook, said Turpin. You've heard of James Burney too he is a distant relative of mine, said James. Small world, said Turpin. Are you some kind of a ghost? Turpin died centuries ago, said James. Something like that, said Turpin I remember dying they hung me at Tyburn. Why are you here then, asked James. I actually don't know, said Turpin I appear to be stuck here, I've been here since I died and I have not been able to leave this damn forest ever since. Oh really? James remarked in surprise. While this conversation was happening they had been walking miles along the road. Wait this isn't the forest, said Turpin. How come I'm out of it? Have you got some sort of magic power or something? asked Turpin. Not that I know of, but as you have nowhere to go you are welcome to come home with me, James said. From the Turpin followed James home to Australia and as could be expected he was a nervous plane passenger to James's surprise and annoyance as a disliker of poetry. He discovered Turpin's secret passion. It was poetry. He recited poems all the way back to Sydney, Australia on the plane. Eventually, James had to tell him. Can you please stop reciting poetry and leave me alone? I didn't know you disliked poetry I only recite it because I am nervous, and I tried to leave you in Newmarket but I could not said Turpin. Why didn't you tell me? asked James. I thought you realized, said Turpin. Are you all right sir? asked a flight attendant on the plane to Melbourne from Sydney. 
she saw James was manically screaming at nobody. Yes, said James staring at the ghost. You're stuck with me I'm afraid, said Turpin. Yes, I'm okay. Lied James. Later at James's house while watching the news on the television set, Turpin asked, How did you get all these little people in this box, where is the door? It is a television set and there is no one in it, said James, it's just moving pictures, sent from elsewhere. Like a painting? said Turpin understanding the theory even if it was impossible for him to do so. Of course, being a ghost was also impossible so he thought in this new world anything was possible. James fiddled with the remote and went to YouTube James found a video called Horrible Histories Dick Turpin song and played it. Turpin was surprised to see a song about him. Then he saw a video he did not like nor understand. If those fools had been on the road, they wouldn't have lasted long, said Turpin on the video stand and deliver by Adam and the ants. Then saw a picture which struck like lightning his grave. Put that on if you can it is my grave? Turpin asked. James did. You died before Australia was found by Cook how do you know of things after you died? asked James totally confused. I found a book which mentioned them in the forest, said Turpin. You can read? asked James. Of course if you can write you can read, said Turpin insulted. When Turpin found out he could use the TV remote, it was the beginning of a bad time for James. Turpin played lots of YouTube videos day and night mostly poetry videos. That was until Turpin discovered the internet. It was a thing that changed everything. Dick do you know why Amazon, Redbubble, Audible, and someone called Zazzle are paying me? Asked James one day suspecting it had to do with him. I wrote a book, said Turpin. You wrote a book? Said James. It's selling on Amazon and Audible, and I promote my work on Redbubble and Zazzle, said Turpin. Why am I being paid by them? Said James. I used your details and name to sign up and as a name. I couldn't sell without real details what would people say if I said I was a ghostwriter? Said Turpin. You lousy identity thief! Grumbled James great I'm being haunted by a computer genius from before computers. Thief I'm paying you! Said Turpin. I thought Audible needed real voices to be eligible to have your work put on Audible? Said James. I read the book onto the computer as John Palmer, said Turpin. How? I thought I was the only person who could hear you? said James. Added an EVP, Turpin said. A what? asked James. Electronic voice phenomena or a ghost audio recording. Ghosts can be recorded with a microphone, so I read it, Turpin said. So you are haunting Audible now, are you? James said and YouTube, iTunes, and SoundCloud, among other things if you put it like that? said Turpin exasperated. What am I supposed to have written? asked James. A poetry anthology, said Turpin. Oh great, whose poems are they? asked James not at all pleased. Mine, said Turpin feeling hurt at his attitude. Okay may I see it then? You have after all used my name for this drivel asked James. Turpin showed James his manuscript file on James's computer. So it's called Dreams, 
said James reading the title. James read aloud the first two poems. The Shadow of the Wind The shadow of the wind under the moon's silver glow I heard the wind blow the autumn leaves flew past me, like charms in night's debris, the wind it cools, the night was full of the airs of scented jewels, the breeze blew on the lake causing ripples of light and shadow, I hear the wind's cries and see its tears which fly and show, as crystalline glowing rain, it is the coming of a storm, the shadows of the wind do form, where the shadow of the wind does go the aura of night shows in its glow. Nocturne or the music of the night, extended. The night is like music it is cool and crisp, smooth and elegant, the stars twinkle like music, the moon sails across the sky like a music score, the darkness is the like beat of the heart listening to music or looking in the mystery which is the night, the night enthralls like a sweet riff of music, the beauty of the night is the music of the stars, the ghostly light of night is like an aria soft, a song of the night is the unearthly glow, the ethereal atmosphere of the night is like a favorite song, night tugs on the heartstrings like a beautiful voice in song, it is the music of the night. James laughed. What? snapped Turpin offended. Sounds like someone's listened to Andrew Lloyd Webber's The Music of the Night too much, said James. I saw it on YouTube it was good, said Turpin who was a bit of a phantom fan. True, said James. Later James got an email from a TV show begging him to come on. He didn't believe they were legit but there were. How did you get my email address? asked James via email. Your website has your email on it, was the reply. Oh Dick, called James aloud, do I have a website? Yes of course I made a free one, said the ghost. Oh great, said James to himself, it must have been real. Who? asked Turpin. The Today Show wants me on it to talk about my book, said James. That's great, Turpin said. How? Huh? It's not my book, said James. They don't know that, Turpin said. Our next guest has written a best-selling book said a man who was one of the two Today Show hosts as James glared at Turpin. Hello, James Burney, said the second host the lady. Hello, said James forcing a smile turning to them. Nice book, the lady said. Thank you, said James. Elsewhere a man was watching them on TV. Angel come and see this, said Blake Alexander the King of the Grim Reapers. What is it? called back his wife who was cooking in the kitchen. A ghost is on TV, said Blake. It was another EVP visual as well this time but only necromancers he and his wife could see it though. Angela his wife ran out of the kitchen to see it. He looks old, Angela said. Yes, Blake said, 16th century I think. It looks like the guest can see and hear him, said Angela. Yes and the ghost wrote the book he's prompting the guest, said Blake. Looks like I need to collect him, ghosts aren't meant to write books, said Blake. The next day was strange something was missing. James got up expecting to see Turpin on the computer or playing with YouTube on his TV. He wasn't doing either he wasn't anywhere. James was now worried about his friend. He thought something had gone wrong and he would have given anything to hear Turpin reciting one of his ridiculous poems.
he looked on their website there were no clues there, he then listened to Turpin reading a piece on his YouTube channel hoping to draw him out, but he never saw him again. After a while, he returned to the Epping Forest in England hoping to find what had happened to Turpin and see if he had returned home but he did not find him. He had the idea of writing a book a story of a man who visits England and meets the ghost of Dick Turpin. The highwayman writes a book posing as a living friend and disappeared never to be seen again. He wrote this while he was searching for Turpin. This caused memories that he had forgotten to the front of his mind like the fact that Turpin had told him amongst his rambling of some loot he buried in life in the forest near where he had haunted. James turned treasure hunter and found it. He posted the book on Turpin's Amazon page and it became a bestseller. This second book only three people knew it was based on real events they were the Reaper and his wife and James. With the loot he found he financed making the book into a movie that was a blockbuster which set him up financially for life.